Rowie, what are you doing? I've got fat fingers, so I've got to burn some fat off my fingers. I want my rings to fit me, and I don't want to get fat fingers, so I better move my fingers. I've got a big pile of chewy gums here because if I get a fat face and I chew chewing gum, and I'm moving my face muscles all the time, I must be able to burn fat off my face. And what if I move my arms around? Surely that's going to burn fat off my arms. And if I squeeze my bottom cheeks and my inner thighs, I keep moving them around, surely I'm going to burn fat off them. Well, uh, it sounds a bit ridiculous, doesn't it? <laughs> How can I burn fat off one spot on my body? It's a bit like going to the swimming pool and saying I'm going to take a bucket of water out of the shallow end. It's just going to come out of the shallow end, not out of the deep end. The human body is this amazing mechanism that if we have fat on our body, it, we can burn it off. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And we have fat cells to evenly distributed over most of our body, and that's a bit genetic, isn't it? Some people have more fat on their bum. Some people have more fat on the back of their arms. Some people have more fat on their belly. Some of that's uh, even not just genetics. That's just general, I'm a bloke, so I tend to carry fat around my belly, or I'm a woman, so I tend to carry fat on my backside, on my inner thighs, on my tummy, on the back of my arms. And of course, there's a reason for that. If I'm a bloke and I'm a hunter, and we haven't really evolved from that, I have to go out for a very long time, so I need to carry a spare pack of sandwiches with me when I go hunting. So men tend to carry fat around the middle. Women, we're supposed to be for, for producing children, so we carry fat where we're going to have nice, safe fat. And the really cool thing about this, this, this pack of sandwiches that men tend to produce uh, because we, they need to have spare fat for hunting, unfortunately, because men don't hunt anymore, and if you get lazy or you get... Uh, inactive or you just stop moving around you stop exercising uh, but you're still feeding obviously that spare pack of sandwiches becomes a big buffet and there's a lot of men as we know who are carrying a fairly large buffet around and that's dangerous fat uh, and it's one of the the really important parts of understanding anatomy and physiology as an exercise uh, personal exercise coach as an exercise professional as a parent a teacher a coach uh, do we need to understand the differences between men and women's physiology? Do we need to understand the differences uh, when it comes to fat storage? And do we need to understand how the body uh, takes in fat, what it does with fat, and how it burns it off? And if we're talking about I can burn fat off my abdominals, for example, and there's still a lot of people around the world in most exercise classes, in most gyms, in most personal training studios that are lying on the ground and squishing fat, releasing fat, squishing fat, releasing fat. A bit like squeezing my fingers, releasing my fingers, squeezing my fingers, releasing my fingers, trying to burn fat off my fingers. A bit like chewing chewing gum and trying to burn fat off my face. Uh, that burning sensation that we get when we do something a lot. So when you squeeze, 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 crunches and sit-ups, you do a lot of them, you get a burning sensation. And a lot of people think that that's exploding fat cells. Woohoo! Well, as an exercise professional, you will know that we have three energy systems. We've got the phosphate system for bang, let's go, 10 seconds. We've got the lactate system from 10 seconds through to two minutes which has a waste product called lactic acid. So when you're working at intense activity in that lactate system, your body produces lactic acid. It makes you feel a little bit sick. That's why we call it the green zone. And we produce an acid that causes a burning sensation. Now what that is, is that acid is pushing up against nerve endings, causing a burn. And you'll often hear that in classes, yeah? Feel the burn. 
I get a bit embarrassed when I hear that because that is not exploding fat cells. In fact, it's the exact opposite. It's proving that you're not burning fat, that you're burning carbohydrate for energy, not fat. Once you get into your aerobic system, where you can go for a really long time, now we've got a combination of carbohydrate and fat, so we're burning both. So how do I turn my body into a fat-burning machine so that fat comes off all of my body, and even if you want to be able to burn it off a specific spot, uh, think about the logic to that. That would mean that I'd be able to put it on a, in, into a specific spot. So if I have a donut or a chocolate or a, a big pile of yummy hot chips and they're full of fat, I should then be able to put that fat into the fat cell that suits me. So I might want to put a few more fat cells in my boobies and maybe a few more fat cells on my butt because it's become very fashionable to have a, a bigger butt now. But I might not want to have fat on my abdominals. <laughs> well, we know that doesn't work. Our fat distribution is a couple of things. One is genetic, so we're going to have we're going to put fat onto places that our body's designed that way, and obviously the difference is again between men and women. So when we burn fat off, it's going to come off evenly. So the exciting thing about that bang phosphate system is I have to produce epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol so that I can get the hell out of there. They're called movement neurotransmitters, movement changes changes in the endocrine system. I get excited when I talk about this. I get all because we have the ability as humans to, to literally turn our body into a fat burning machine, but not just when we're we're exercising. In fact, we the ultimate opposite to that is when we're exercising, we don't want to be a fat burning machine. We want to be in that phosphate system where we're, or even the lactate system, but that's a little bit more complicated, remember, because I've got that lactic acid, which causes a burning sensation and a little bit of a green feeling. And a lot of people don't like that. Can I build up a resistance to lactic acid? Of course. And as you get fitter, that will, of course, happen. And some people love it. They love that burning sensation. But let's not misunderstand that that burning sensation is not your body burning fat. In fact, it's the absolute opposite. So to turn your body into a fat-burning machine, and we ne then we need to make sure that fat's coming off all of our body, and it will, because we can't choose where it comes off. We cannot chew chewing gum and expect to burn fat off our face, and we cannot do sit-ups and expect to burn fat off our abdominals, and we cannot do side leg raises and expect to burn fat off our inner thighs or outer thighs. When you start the process of epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol, so your body goes into movement mode, your body now uh, releases or opens up every fat cell. So every fat cell in your body, whether it's on your face or on your neck or on your hands or on your feet, and one of the really exciting things about people often tell me when they lose weight, I've gone down a shoe size. As I put on weight, I, I went up a shoe size and now all my shoes fit me again. We take fat off from, it will come out of equally and evenly out of every fat cell. So the beautiful thing then about when somebody says you can't spot reduce, so you can't take fat off your face or you can't take fat off your fingers or you can't take fat off your bum, that's technically not true either because if I get really fit, every single fat cell in my body opens up when I exercise to release fat into my bloodstream so that I can exercise, which means every fat part of my body gets thinner. Every fat cell in my body, which is like a balloon, empties out. 
Now we store, and unfortunately we have an enormous storage for fat as we know. I don't know who counted the number of fat cells we have, but apparently 40 to 50 billion of them. We can keep filling them up and they can keep getting bigger and bigger. And as we, uh, as we know, uh, each fat cell has a tiny, like a baby cell attached to it. So as that fat cell expands and it gets too big and it can't handle any more fat if we keep feeding and feeding and feeding, then that will, will actually split. So you have two fat cells and now that's got the opportunity to get bigger and bigger. So we can go from 40 billion fat cells to 80 billion fat cells. And I'm not interested in doing that. I'm sure that you're not either. But that's what happens if we don't look after ourselves. But if we stay fit and if we stay strong and if we turn our body into a fat burning machine, and I use that as a statement all the time for a reason. If I'm really fit, so I'm capable of bang, go, phosphate system, 10, 10 second effort. And I talk about this as 100% effort. If I want to be a fat burning machine, I have to be 100% fit, put in 100% effort, which means that I get 100% result. So the harder I exercise, the less fat I'll burn. I'm going to say that again. The harder I exercise, the less fat I burn while I'm exercising. But when you're doing phosphate system go, that intense activity is only 10 seconds. After 10 seconds, you actually slow down. You go into your lactate system and start producing lactic acid. And it's really interesting to note that because when you start producing lactic acid, you'll feel it. You'll start feeling the burn. You'll start feeling, for some people, a little bit sick. So if you stay in that phosphate system, you go as hard as you can, 100% effort, relax, get your breath back, and then you can go again if you want to. But what happens then is you're not burning any fat at all. But there's this magical thing inside our body called our respiratory quotient. And just to wrap that up really quickly, we have a base metabolic rate, which is how many calories our body needs to exist over a 24-hour period. We have our metabolic rate, which is obviously changes over the course of that 24 hours. So if I'm lying down, I'm not burning very, very many calories. If I'm exercising at high intensity, I'm burning a large amount of calories. So we have a change in our metabolic rate on a constant. If you get stressed, your metabolic rate goes up. If you go to sleep, your metabolic rate goes down. If you eat some food, your metabolic rate goes up. If you get cold, your metabolic rate goes up. If you do relaxing watching television, your metabolic rate goes down. But the interesting thing is your respiratory quotient, respiratory quotient, is where are those calories coming from? So our body constantly needs calories. That is simply a, a unit measurement of energy. But what calories am I burning when I'm exercising? And a lot of people talk about, I want to burn fat when I'm exercising. Well, I don't. I definitely don't want to be burning fat when I'm exercising. I just want to be burning carbohydrate. Bang! Carbohydrate, we have a half a kilogram of storage. That's it. And we need that for 10 seconds high intense activity, have a rest, 10 seconds high activity, have a rest, so that we get really fit. Really fit people then, and think about this, it's so logical, but how beautiful is the human body? If I'm constantly putting my body under stress, so I'm constantly 10 seconds sprint, 10 seconds punching, 10 seconds squat jumping, 10 seconds running up some stairs, 10 seconds on the cross trainer, 10 seconds on the treadmill, but I'm constantly, constantly, constantly forcing my body to work at 100% effort, and the only energy source for that is carbohydrate, the body will simply evolve. Your respiratory quotient will simply say, we need to turn this body into a fast carbohydrate sugar burning machine while she's exercising because she needs it. So let's save the half a kilo for when she needs it, the half a kilo of stored carbohydrate, which we store in our brain, our liver, and our muscles as glycogen. 
But when she's resting, when she's not doing anything, we don't want to be burning carbohydrates, so we're going to hold that for when she's sprinting. So let's tap into the fat stores, and there's plenty of fat stores. We've all got far more fat stores than a half a kilogram of carbohydrate, or most people. So the really exciting thing is that you can literally turn your body into a fat-burning machine while you're resting. And I'll put that into some really interesting uh if you can think about this in a room full of people, everybody's sitting down. Let's say there's 100 people in the room. Everybody's sitting. So everybody has a low, slow metabolic rate because nobody's doing anything. But the fit people in the room, that little noise is always little broody. That, I hope that tinkly sound on the, on the tiles is my little 20-year-old puppy dog who just loves his life. And when I'm in the kitchen chatting with you, he wants to come and say hello. The interesting thing is that uh, as we get older, we tend to slow down, and that's when we stop using our phosphate system. And when I think of old, I think of Broody, because in dog years, he's, he's 20 in dog years, so it's 140 in human years. But most old people don't have the ability to work in their phosphate system because their fast-twitch muscle fibers have wasted away. Uh, the fast twitch muscle fibers are the ones that allow us to sprint, that allow us to do squat jumps, that allow us to kick and punch and run upstairs and do all the things that turn us into a fat burning machine. So as we get older, if we get weak and frail, our respiratory quotient slows down to back to being a sugar burning rather than a fat burning because we're not sprinting anymore, because we're not punching anymore, because we're not doing jump squats anymore, because we're not putting our body under stress from sport anymore. One of the fantastic things about sport is adrenaline, and adrenaline is a movement drug. But if you stop playing your sport, if you stop doing sprinting and high-intense activity, then your body wastes away, your muscles waste away, your fast-twitch muscle fibers waste away. So your body's ability to go fast... Burn fat fast at rest. Remember, I don't want to burn any fat while I'm exercising. Neither do you. This is not exercise is not for fat burning. Exercise is the stimulus to turn your body into a fat burning machine when you're resting. So the harder you work at exercise, the less fat you burn, but the more fat you burn when you're resting. And I think that's really exciting because intense activity can't be done for a long time. When people talk about fat burning exercise, they're literally talking about long, slow distance, LSD equals LSR, long, slow results. LSD equals LSR. Long, slow distance equals long, slow results. I'm not interested in long, slow distance. It's boring. It takes too long. And what if you haven't got time? And long, slow results. Who wants that? I want fast results, don't you? So there's two parts here. One is you can't burn fat off a particular part of your body. So if you move your fingers around, you won't be burning fat off your fingers. You don't burn, piano players don't have skinny fingers. <laughs> if you want to have rings that fit you for the rest of your life, you want your shoes to fit you for the rest of your life. If you want to have a, a body that has uh, a low body fat percentage so that you can fit into your clothes, that you've got a stack of energy, your body's a fat burning machine, you've got to be fit. To get fit, you've got to get puffed and you've got to stay inside that 10 seconds of phosphate, adrenaline, epinephrine, and cortisol, which is the movement drugs, which then turns your body into a fat-burning machine, so you burn more fat at rest. 
you have uh, the stored carbohydrate that you have only half a kilogram of, you'll save that, which you need for the stimulus of every time you exercise hard for 10 seconds. So the simple process is this. If you want to have a lean, fit, strong, healthy body that stays young for long, you've got to be strong. You've got to be fit. To get fit, you've got to get puffed. To get strong, you've got to lift heavy. To get fit, you've got to get puffed. To get strong, you've got to lift heavy. And all of that then produces a body that will burn fat fast, sugar fast, calories fast, food fast. Everything you put into your body will get burnt up fast because you have a faster metabolism. You'll also have a faster base metabolic rate, so you'll need more calories just to, to live. You'll burn more calories throughout the day, but your respiratory quotient will be tipped towards being a fat burner because you're a really fit person. When you're exercising, you don't want to be burning fat. You want to be burning carbohydrate. You want to be burning sugar. You want to be staying in that short, fast energy system. So as many times throughout the day as possible, turn your body into a fat burning machine by being by stimulating it working at 100% effort and 100% effort is only 10 seconds and that's why I get so excited because exercise doesn't have to be long slow and boring it needs to be fast it needs to be hard and the harder and faster you work the shorter your exercise is going to be so this is coming from a lady who used to run marathons I used to teach 45 minute classes and now I will not waste my time on long LSD exercise long slow distance equals long slow results I want to work hard and fast and get fit to turn my body into a fat-burning machine. So to have a thin face, I don't have to chew chewing gum. To have thin fingers, I don't have to play the piano or move my fingers around. And to have no fat on my abdominals, I certainly don't need to be squishing the fat, releasing the fat, squishing the fat, releasing the fat. That burning sensation that you feel is not exploding fat cells. It simply means that you've got lactic acid pushing up against nerve endings and that's causing pain. The only way to get fat out of your fat cell is to get really fit and turn your body into a fat burning machine. Woohoo!